Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. From Charmin headquarters, this is no, it's not. This is problem is distance. problem is is you can't squeeze each other now. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, it's a socially it's a socially distant hug. What does that even look you know, like? See, it just, it's like it's like the Christian side hug, but just like six feet apart. Six feet apart. It's like an air high five where you're across the room and you give someone a high five from across the What room. you got to do is come up with like an air fancy complicated handshake, like one of those like yeah. really oh, difficult multi-step handshakes. Right. Yeah, where it looks like yes. you're playing ping pong with yourself. Those are amazing. Right, yeah. Those are amazing. Some fucking semaphore oh. with like some fucking flags. What out. I love is that just the just the choreography on those is just so much fun to watch. That were you ever a fancy handshake guy? No, no, never. I I could never like best case scenario. I could do that like you know like you, you clasp hands like you know thumb to thumb, and then you kind of like Th- rotate you do down. Do a thumb war real quick, you know, and then <laughs> anything. You pin them. Yeah, right. <laughs> I never win. I never win the thumb war. Then you like kind of rotate down and like snap out of it or whatever. Like that was like the most I ever got the hang of, sure. but I could never tell when it was appropriate to do it. So I was always that guy who was like a young man. I was doing like, <laughs> blap, blap, blap. And I'm like shaking hands like I'm a banker. I'm just like, hello. You're like an old man. <laughs> I, I just, I'll still shit. Like I'll walk into a meeting. Like, well, I guess this is like the old world, but like I would walk into a meeting and people would like hug and like I extend my hand because like, first of all, I think it's kind of rude to assume that you hug women and shake hands with men. Like, I think that there's something like kind of rude about that in a business setting. But I get made fun of when I do it. Like, so like I would go and I'd be like, I should shake everybody's hand. I give everybody the same marker of respect. I don't give a different marker sure. of respect to the yeah. women in the room. Yeah. And like I go and they're like, oh, we're shaking hands. It's very formal. And I'm just like, I shook hands with your butt. I'm Trying to be fucking, I don't want to hug you. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to hug you. At my work, they uh, they hug and sometimes the women will give you a kiss on the cheek. No, nope. yeah. no, nope. yeah. I would quit immediately. <laughs> first kiss, first kiss on the cheek. I'd be like, I'm out. Fucking, you can keep my Get shit. A kiss don't on even the box it from, and send it to me. There's there's at least three women that do it in Ugh. my in my office all the time. That's what they do. They and they and they go for a big over the neck. Throw your arms what? over your neck, hug. Yeah, no, it's like prom dancing. What are you even saying? When, when they come over to a meeting, it's like you're you ask them to go to the prom. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting lucky in the back of the conference room. Right? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you're like you like reach down and like very nervously slide your hand down the small of her back to her ass, like one hand on her ass, and you never move it because you're afraid if you move it, she'll notice it's there. What are you, Joe Biden? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God damn. 
write a new intro. We got to write a new pandemic intro because we're not we at the do. glory hole. We're not at the glory we're hole. We're not. We're not at the glory hole, guys. We're at. We're at our homes. We're socially distant. We are. Um, we're emotionally we're distant. <laughs> we're a little, little less political. We're trying to be a little um, less political. This week's going to reflect that again. It we is. found fun stories to do again. We got great feedback, and we did not get any negative feedback. None. We asked for feedback. We did not specify the feedback, whether that feedback would be good or bad, and we only got good. So we're doing it again this week, and we may keep doing it for a while because uh, every day the news is the worst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every day it's the worst. <laughs> Cecil, I want to start this off. What is your, what, like, I know we talked about this last time. What is your most hated this week, your most hated first world pandemic bitch? Because I look, everybody's got them. Let's yeah. just let's just let's just be real for a second. Okay. Like, let's give ourselves a little bit of license. All right, I'm going to give myself a little license. My trip is officially canceled. Oh uh, no! So my 20th anniversary, my wife and I spent uh, all of last year. So we hadn't been on a vacation in a year and a half. We the uh, we the last vacation we went on was in 2017, 2018, 28. At the end of 2018, we went on a vacation. Um, all of 2019, we did not go on a vacation and we saved up for this vacation because it was our 20th anniversary, right? right? So it's a big deal, uh, yeah. right? And so we, we saved up our money and we paid the entire vacation off in January of this year. So before just, we knew anything was really happening, we had booked every single thing yep. and we had, uh, Paid everything off, Ugh. so it was a hundred percent paid for. Um, I the, earlier in the week last week, I got a message from the airline. So two weeks ago, I got a message from the airline that said, "Here's your new ticket. Your new ticket is get to New Jersey. Somehow get to New York. Maybe you'll get to Paris." That was, that was, <laughs> like it was, it was. I mean, like I felt like at the end of the ticket, it was going to be like the aristocrats. Like I seriously had, I didn't know what was going to happen. But then this last week. They sent a message and they said, we have upgraded you to first class. So you're going to fly to Dallas-Fort Worth first class. Then you're going to fly business class overseas to Charles de Gaulle. And, okay. And then you're going to do the same thing back. And I was like, you know, if this trip goes through, no extra money to fly business class first class, I'm kind of down. That sounds amazing. Business class on a fucking plane overseas. I think you get a lay down spot. I think you do too. Like that's, I think you can make out amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, I would be like, I would make out next to the dude with a dude. Like if there's like a like a guy next to me, like an old banker, I'll be like, hey, old banker. But anyway, we wind up, uh, we wind up getting that message. And then two days later, the big thing that we spent all the money on contacts us and says, we have suspended operations until Jan uh, June 30th. Ugh. We're refunding all the money. So the money is all coming back. But, uh, but there's some things that we bought through a third party that we are not getting refunds on. So we bought uh, we bought uh, hotels through a third party and there's no refunds for those hotels oh, through the third party. Fuck. And then I contacted the hotels and some of the hotels are like, yeah, too fucking bad. Like, sorry, that's how this works. You, you got it through a third party. That's how this works. Sorry. And so I'm literally never using a third party website again. It's yeah. never happening again. I did that. I, I, I told myself I wouldn't do that for airlines a while back because it, something similar happened to me. And so I've never used a third party system for airlines except for one time when I was trying to save a conference money. But I almost always book directly through the airline because 
you you have a recourse then. Yeah. Right. Right. But here, the same thing here, and and one I got lucky. One of the hotels was uh, I was able to get a little bit of money back, um, and one I didn't have to pay ahead of time, which was great. So that just yeah. canceled and that just canceled. But the one that we, so like the one that we were going to spend our anniversary on was a lot of money and that's not money we have anymore. So, um, but, uh, uh, no, there's no but. That's it. That's the story. So that's what's yours, Tom? That's yeah. rough. Well, mine's, like I, now I feel a little like it's, it's not anywhere near as dramatic. Like, you know what I fucking miss? Like, I miss just being able to go to the fucking movies. Like, yeah, I like, Wednesday, like we we have like a little date night, and like I'd say at least once a month we would go to dinner and a movie, and it's like not that big a deal, and like it never felt like a big deal date at all. It actually felt like a really fucking low bar date, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it every fucking time, and like I keep trying to be like creative with date night, you know, like, and it's not as good. Like it's just not. <laughs> it's just fucking not. Like I just miss being able to be like. Let's, it's Wednesday. Let's see what's playing. Let's go to the movies. Like I just, it's such a fucking small thing. And it's not like we went to the movies and talked to other people. It's just the act of like, sure. Being out in the world. You yeah, know? yeah. And like yeah. engaging with the world and like having a reason to put on clothes that fits you, you know? Sure. Like, sure. It's yeah. just like, fuck. I just like, I, like I would settle for like, a drive-in at this point. I was looking the other day for a drive-in movie. I heard they exist now and there's still there are some. I don't know where they're at, but I heard that they're that they're making a recurrence now. Yeah, I would I would imagine so because they're like it's a viable way to like get Absolutely. out and like yeah. do something. So yeah. Yeah. I know it's like a small thing, but like just dinner and a movie feels like less sigh. Like I just Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I hear miss you, man. It. That yeah. my goddamn barber. I miss being getting a fucking haircut. Like I'm in a place where it's like it's not looking good anymore. It's like <laughs> it's a little rough. Like it's a little shaggy. Yeah. yeah. The Lord wants you to give generously into His church. Amen. Don't ask no questions. Don't ask. Uh, 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 why come the pastor have to have him a nice house? Huh. Uh, why come a uh, uh, pastor got to have a nice car? Huh. Don't ask. I said, don't ask. I said, don't ask. No questions. Just give the money. Sister comes to the New York Times. Falwell focuses on critics as coronavirus cases near his university grow. I like, I know we're not going to get too political, but like, I do want to say that there's a certain synergy to focusing on your critics rather than the facts at hand that you are being criticized for. I know, right? And again, I'm not trying to get overly political in these ha-ha funny times that we are living in, but I will say (laughs) that like, if you don't like the facts that you are being criticized for, attack the person (laughs) criticizing you. That's now a legitimate national strategy. Man, and, it, and it's funny too because you see it constantly back and forth. Even the even, you know, even the highest people in government are doing it. Yeah, I will say, like, I sympathize with the righteous indignation of this whole thing. It's like this is not how the year was supposed to go. God yeah. damn it! <laughs> I'll and like, tell you, man, I fucking get it. Like, this yeah. is not how this year was supposed to go. Nonetheless, this is the year as we have it, and like reopening yep. Liberty University only gives you the liberty to infect your students. I'll tell you. I, like, I, what? 
one of the things too that happened this week is there's a message from the, you know, that they were talking about, you know, the president was going back and forth talking about stuff. And one of the things that they were talking about was how he's, they're thinking about opening things up and just opening stuff up. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you can open up whatever you want. I'm not going out. Are you fucking kidding me? If they opened everything up tomorrow, I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't be like, oh, cool. Everything's open. I'd be like, great. I'm going to stay right here. Yeah. Continue doing exactly the same thing I've been doing since this started and just keep going, keep doing the exact same shit I've been doing over and over and over. There's no way I'm going to leave if you, if you opened up the thing tomorrow. Like, are you kidding me? And I don't understand the, I understand the pushback because people may be losing them a lot of money. And I understand that, you know, clearly understand Liberty University stance because I'm from higher ed. So I understand Liberty University stance trying to make sure that they get, uh, they keep those tuition dollars. But you know, what's going to make people not want to come to your school is if you have a makeshift morgue in the quad. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's one of those things that maybe people would pass by. Could you imagine getting the school tour you're getting the school tour <laughs> in spring for the fall, and they're talking about and yeah, and 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 there over there is our makeshift makeshift morgue. Next year, we're hoping we're going to have the planters done by then, so it'll look pretty when we put the dead bodies in there. So, okay, we're going to keep moving on. They're skiing down Corpse Mountain. Uh, it's very nice. Yeah, very exactly. nice. We put artificial snow on Corpse Mountain, and you could just zip zap zoop right down there, and it's very bouncy. You'll, you're going to love. Yeah. It. The cases in Lynchburg in Liberty University went from seven to seventy-eight. Yeah, like yeah. it's not like it's not like it went from like two to four, and you're just like, all right, you know, like some risk is acceptable risk because that's sure. the truth, right? Like some, we're never going to live in a world without this virus. Like it's going to be a part of our world now. So like at some point, some risk is acceptable risk, just like some risk for all disease is acceptable in order yeah. for you to have a functioning society. But like, we're still at a place where like, you blink your eyes twice and you have 12 times as many cases. Yeah, yeah. 12 no, I mean, times as many cases. If it was if it was transmitted the way you said, and there was a, a whole city of people and four people died, we would not be closing down no. if four people died right. in the whole city. No. There's no way we would do it. No. And we wouldn't be closing down at all. We would be trying to work on a vaccine and we might be, we'd be talking about washing our hands more and maybe, but the way this is transmitted, yeah, it, no way. It, no, no. So, so I love that Falwell's like attacking the, like he's trying to get like journalists arrested that have yeah. criticized him. Like, yeah, well, at one point, yeah. You're saying the truth about the things I'm doing. That's an arresting. <laughs> Yeah, they're getting. Isn't he sending his lawyers after people too? Yeah, <laughs> like, like what? They're just saying things out loud at this point. The truth, you literally can't handle the truth. <laughs> Whoa, okay, okay, let's settle down. What seems to be the problem? What seems to be the problem? Is there a problem here? Basically, what we had here was a dispute of a domestic nature. White male, 40, 45. Caucasian male, stocky build, approximately five foot ten inches. Verbal altercation transpired at approximately eight fifty-five p.m. with a female unsub. Appears to be slightly intoxicated. Claims to be an ex-spouse. Real piece of work. Real piece of work. Real piece of work. Real piece of work. This story is fucking insane. I just have to read a few things from it. Um, this is from Tech Dirt. Uh, Ninth Circuit says man can't sue officers who destroyed his home to capture an unarmed homeless man. Wow, the homeless man got in and didn't have any arms? That's crazy. <laughs> How much damage could he have done? Yeah, I mean, what was he, just kicking things over? I don't even understand. What was he's, happening? He's shoulder flailing all around. Just 
<laughs> he just diving at things like like oh. Terry Crews office linebacker with his head. He's just like, poof, <laughs> poof, poof. He knocks over the TV. He's sort of just wobbling. <laughs> then he stands back up and runs out the door. Oh, gosh. He wouldn't be that dangerous, but he's a world champion soccer player. So he's fucking money with those biscuits. <laughs> he's kicking everything all over the place. He kicks the fucking oven door off. It's just... He's super powerful. So this is just crazy. Like the, the, the Ninth Circuit Appeals Court just delivered bad news to a homeowner who saw his farmhouse destroyed <laughs> by an unknown number of cops who arrived at the scene in 55 vehicles. 55 that's vehicles. Now, now, answer me this time. Yeah. Were some of those not land vehicles? You think? <laughs> did they show up in a police hovercraft, or did they, was there like a, was there a lake nearby, and they had like a jet boat that they show? Up? There's always an inlet yeah, or a fjord. <laughs> there was a helicopter. They had a drone. Like, what did they show up in? Do they seriously at 55? They did have two helicopters and two motorhomes, which were crisis response vehicles. Did the motorhomes have smaller vehicles in them? And they they turned <laughs> like into like night rider. Yeah, They're but just like a oh car no, comes out it's, of it's, it. Yeah, it comes out of it. Well, it'd be even better if a bunch of cars and maybe a helicopter flies out, and then they all join into like a police Voltron. At the end. <laughs> a police Voltron vehicles. Oh, uh, that's the next thing we're talking about. SWAT and military. Militarizing the police force, they will have a Voltron. Voltron. I guarantee it, they will oh. have a Voltron. God. Which part of Voltron is the worst part to be? Uh, the worst part to be is the... Oh, well, because the torso is the head. And then right. the, the arms are lion heads. And then the <laughs> feet are lion heads too. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all the same. They all have the same... Level of there, no, there's no bad part of Boltron. Maybe the left the fucking, arm, left arm or left leg. I guess I don't yeah, know. That's why, I like being the legs, I think is just like <laughs> cool. I'll just run at them. I just do half the running. You do all the cool fighty stuff with the sword. Clearly, like maybe it's the wrong question. I don't know which one's the worst one, but I do know which one's the best one, and that's the sword having arm. <laughs> The sword having what arm? do you have to or the talking arm? Because one of the ones is the head. So the talking right. arm, the, the one that's like, I control all the other lion faces. That one's yeah. good too. That's a good lion face to have, is the one that controls the other lion faces. Like, like who do you have to blow in fucking Voltron Command Center <laughs> to get the sword <laughs> arm job? Like, what's the best job? That's the best uh, job. Left foot, you're yeah. just like, fuck. I like. JV motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> you barely made this team. <laughs> the worst part about being the left foot too is that it chews through shoes. It just chews through <laughs> shoes. It's just all the time. Like, <laughs> hur, hur, hur. <laughs> you put the shoe on it, it just bites right through. Like, I just put this on. I just put the shoe on. What is what wrong with you? <laughs> then and you're like, what is wrong with me? It's my foot. <laughs> Why do I have sentient feet? What is happening in my world? Why is that even remotely necessary? Why would Voltron just immediately show up and form into Voltron? Yeah. Like, why do you have to lose for to 10 lose? minutes as five individual fight? lions? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's a, that's a very interesting question. I know you're right, because it's like, it's like you could either be, uh, you know, the fifth place 
a team from Czechoslovakia in basketball, or you could be the Harlem Globetrotters, which right. ones do you want to be? You want to be the other one. You want to be it's the like, one that's going to like, like, like just destroy everything every time. Why? That's the one thing I don't get. I remember I was getting prescription medicine one time <laughs> and the doctor said, well, we want to try to get you just like one, the smallest dose of this medicine that we can just take the smallest dose. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, no, I want to take the most dosage that I can. <laughs> so I don't feel what I'm feeling. What is wrong with you? Give me whatever doesn't break my liver. Yeah, I think that's what Voltron is, is that they were just like, well, we just want to, we want to see if we can handle it without actually forming into the bitey hand, bitey foot, bitey face thing. Like one time, look, I would be sympathetic to that if one Voltron episode the concluded yeah, the, without them turning the into just the fucking won. giant robot. Yeah, the cat's just one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But every time they're just like, oh God, we got our <laughs> ass kicked again. Just show up, kill the fucking thing with a sword and go get chicken wings. You're wasting <laughs> like 30 minutes. What are you doing? Okay. Well, if you just showed up and just did that and then they just played fucking... Uh, Animal Crossing for the rest of the 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> you're just like, well, that's boring as shit, man. All right, let's talk about this 55 vehicle Voltron that shows up. All in right, this house. so 55 fucking vehicles, including two helicopters and a couple of motorhomes, awesome. show up. One from one from Fresno, California Sheriff Office, the other from Clovis Police Clovis. Department. <laughs> All of this was in response to a homeless man who'd been spotted by a neighbor. Wasn't Clovis Boss Hogg's deputy? Like, wasn't isn't that Clovis? Isn't that his name? <laughs> I think it was. Uh, anyway. Clovis is like, that is a fucking back oh alley fucking hillbilly ass name. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, if you come from that, you're you're like, you're like, City Bird is the banjo. Like, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite color is gangrene. <laughs> <laughs> so the homeless guy breaks into this house and he refuses to come out and he threatened to shoot officers. The man was unarmed. He'd done nothing more than just eat some food from this guy's fridge. Several hours after the standoff, the whole thing concludes... The law enforcement officers did $150,000 worth of damage to capture an unarmed homeless guy who raided the refrigerator. Five rooms get tear gassed. Four <laughs> doors, seven windows are destroyed. 90 feet of fencing was rolled over by the SWAT team and they blew out an entire wall of this guy's house. <laughs> the guy walks in and it looks like the end of the party from 16 Candles. There's a pizza with one piece missing out on the turntable <laughs> as it's spinning around. <laughs> so this guy, he tries to sue the police department because like it would have been cheaper for him to let the homeless sure. man yeah. fucking steal everything yeah. from his house. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. And they're just like, yeah... No, <laughs> sorry that uh, we had to, we, we really, really, really definitely had to run over your fence to capture this guy. <laughs> this guy isn't even the guy he's that like, called the police, by the way, the neighbor did. You're like, you're like, wait, he was inside by my fridge. Why did you run over all of my fence? I don't understand. <laughs> what did she do that for? <laughs> We uh, always get our man. Gosh. It's like, I wish you didn't get uh, this guy. Yeah. Like, this guy. Like, my life would be so much better if this guy was in my life. If this guy just became someone I had to take care of forever, I would still be ahead. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to adopt you, this guy, I would still be ahead. 
Can you fucking imagine, uh, like, after they handcuff that guy and haul him away and they just drive oh, away? Jesus you're looking Christ. around and you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck just happened here? My house has no walls. I have yeah. no wall. I used to have a wall. As My if, house stinks of tear gas. As 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 the as the dust falls out and it, and the one wall falls, last wall falls and hits the ground. <laughs> the last police officer rides up on his motorcycle, looks at him, he's like, "You're welcome, sir." And then he just shuts away. <laughs> to protect and to serve. Uh, <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> Everyone needs answers sometimes We are the place America goes For service to please, for expert advice There is one answer everyone knows We're so much more than just a store Radio Shack So story comes from National Post This is a little bit of coronavirus good news Actually, I thought this was really impressive Um Former CEO of Radio Shack, now an ER doctor on the front lines of the COVID-19 fights. This guy has kind of an amazing story, actually. So this guy, like, just just like looking through his life, um, this is Brian Levy. He was kind of like a science nerd his whole life, like totally into science. Um, put his, as he puts it in the article, the medicine thing on hold to pursue like a career in electronics ends up moving his way up to become the CEO of Radio Shack? Is the CEO of Radio Shack up until Radio Shack sold to Tandy for like $11 million back when $11 million was a lot more than $11 million yeah, now, yeah. right? And then like at the age of like 50, he's like, you know, I never got around to that whole becoming a goddamn doctor thing. Yeah. Applied to medical school and just became a goddamn doctor and is now an ER doctor. Like a guy who does not need the fucking money at all. It's yeah. just like, you know, yeah, yeah. I just care about this. Yeah. Like it's just something that I just inherently personally care about. Yeah. I think and he's just doing it. Yeah. And he's, and he's, you, like you say, he's, he's working on the front lines doing stuff in Canada. Um, one of the things that we got a contacted last week, cause we talked about the, I, I, one of the people, one like leader, a government leader, I don't remember where he's from. Was it Ireland maybe that the guy was, uh, yeah. uh, like going back and doing some medical stuff. We got contacted by a couple of people who told us that it's a PR stunt, that he's only spending like an hour on the phone a week. And, uh, and he's, you know, it's just mm. phone work and stuff like that. And it was essentially a PR stunt because he's, uh, he's, you know, a very, I guess a very conservative guy or something like that. Um, so I wanted to make sure that we mentioned that this week because I don't, I, and I, and the thing is, is like, like we're finding these stories that are somewhat, uh, uplifting. And we've gotten, I think a lot of, a lot of pushback on some of these stories already in the last week. Um, the other one that we got a huge amount of pushback on was the gay blood donating story. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tons of pushback on that. It's not a bright, uh, it's not a bright spot. It's, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's, uh, that's, that's wrong with it. They're only relaxing it for a part time. And they're only, they're relaxing that there's a celibacy thing that's going on. Um, that they have to like the gay the gay people have to uh, uh, agree that they've been celibate for a certain amount of time, but you don't have to do that if you're straight. And so there's a bunch of stuff that's that's still bad about it. Um, they relax some restrictions, but they didn't relax at all. And so it's not it's certainly not a rose 
happy thing. And we had sort of talked about it, it couched last week anyway, because, you know, one of the things that we were talking about was, you know, the fact that it still existed before shows that they could easily just go back to it and things right. like that. But but the, the fact is, is that it still isn't even equal. Even still, it's not equal, right? Even still, there, there's, there's still barriers right. for, still for, that, yeah, yeah. for gay people to give blood. So it's not great. And we wanted to cover that too, but it's tough because you find these stories and you think, wow, that's kind of uplifting. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then there's, but the problem is our audience is skeptics and they're like, yeah, but that's not true. <laughs> We're just like, well, like, well, we want to be true too. And we want to be happy. <laughs> Sometimes I think you have to choose between the two. <laughs> <laughs> but this one feels, this one feels nice. And you know, right. the thing is, is that he's had this for a while and they're talking about it in a, in a way to say like, some people don't have to do this and they are doing this. Right. You know, yep. that's that was the career they chose. This is this guy's second career. And now here he is doing this work when he doesn't, he clearly doesn't have to. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking impressive. Now, one girl did die in the fire. She was 16 years old. And as the story goes, she was on her way to turn her first trick. So she was a whore? She was, yes. Uh, but in addition to as well as she was a virgin? Yes. Virgin whore, bro. Perfect. Perfect. Dude. Almost as impressive as this story, Cecil, what from the, the BBC. What the is this? Okay, guys, you got to go to this story and just look at the image. I, You know, it's funny, Cecil. I found this story on a less reputable website, and then I, I found it on, on Reddit, actually, and I clicked into the comments because I'm like, ah, I don't know about that site. And somebody else was like, made the same comment and somebody linked is like, is the BBC good enough for you? And I'm like, that's good enough for me. Good enough for so me. I grabbed <laughs> it. <laughs> Coronavirus. <clears throat> Indonesian village uses ghosts for distancing patrols. So they're using volunteers dressed up as ghosts to scare people into social distancing. <laughs> What the fuck? And these things, I just got to say, they look like they're they're wrapped up like carpet rolled up against a wall. They look <laughs> they look crazy. They look like they look like someone cosplaying as a hand-rolled joint. <laughs> to me they look like mafia corpses like they're just like <laughs> they look like they're ready to swim with the fishes like that's what uh, they look like to yeah. me. They are oh. also sitting a little close to each other. I will say that. When I saw this photo, I thought, they're within arm's reach of each other. Yeah, Although, that's six feet. Yeah, admittedly, they don't have arms because they're all wrapped up inside of this weird sheet thing. But yeah. Well, they're wearing the ultimate mask is what it is. It's just like a full body mask. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to wash your hands if your hands are pressed to yeah, your body. And your then hands, like, yeah, exactly. And then yeah. everything's out of arm reach. So you can just bounce into shit because... <laughs> You know, anything that you don't shoulder, you're fine. It's one way to get oh around it. These loopholes are killing us. Yeah. <laughs> what, one thing I love about this story is like, they put these ghosts, which are supposed to like, look like these like traditional figures, like these Pakong figures. And they, they, they had them out there to try to scare people. But instead of scaring people, they initially had the opposite effect. People yeah. were like, Hey, what's that? Yeah. They're like fucking went out to rubber neck yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things they say in this too, is that they say that, um, that they started coming out at night because they, they, they basically, after they come out, people leave and go home after evening prayers. And I'm thinking, well, then you guys are all out during evening prayers. You're hanging out outside then. 
it doesn't count if it's evening. So here's the thing, see, so a lot of people don't know this because okay. it's not true. Sure. The coronavirus can't infect you uh, at dawn, at dusk, or at church. Ah. And that is not true. Okay. So what if it you're does count. what if you're in the movie from dusk till dawn? If can then you you're still totally get it? Fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're but you do have to dance sexy with a snake. And then the movie has to change suddenly and trick me into what it's about. And do I have to? And do I have to have like a like I pull back my I pull back my thing and I have a gun cod piece? Can I have a gun cod piece? Because I would like a gun cod piece. How if effective you don't have a gun is the cod gun piece? Cod I'm piece. disappointed in you. How effective is the gun? Like you know, I've heard a shooting from the hip before, but that's a little ridiculous. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Can you imagine what the recoil would feel like? <laughs> it's like getting kicked in the nards. It's like oh just- oh oh oh. Where's the trigger mechanism? What is firing the trigger mechanism? You know what's firing the trigger mechanism. <laughs> what does he have a prehensile penis? What is happening down there? <laughs> he, he's just wired so he has to get erect in order for it to go off. <laughs> well, why didn't he go off way earlier when she was dancing for Christ's sake? I don't sakes? know. Maybe he's just not yeah. into that. Maybe, maybe he, doesn't like, he doesn't like snakes. Okay, that's fine. Everyone's into something that's different, Cecil. I'm not yeah. here to judge. Will you let us come in? Will you let us explain to you what we want? And will you, for the love of God, put on a fucking shirt? So this story comes from Local 10. And I love this because this is just like the fucking world we are in <laughs> I know, now. Right? I know, I know. Judge to lawyers, please get out of bed and put on a shirt for Zoom court hearings. <laughs> Put on a shirt. Put on a shirt. This shit has gotten so... I love the fact that, like, people are like, work from home. That means there are no rules. (laughs) Like, what? It does not mean that. Okay. It does not mean that. Have you had any weirdness like that at all on any of the calls that you're on? Has there been anybody who's shown up in, like, like, a crop top or, you know, bathrobe or something? No, like I've just the opposite. Like all the calls that I've been on that have been video calls, everybody is dressed for work. So I haven't seen anybody even all that casually dressed. What about you? So I woke up this morning and uh, I wear hoodies all day because I'm at home and I'm just like, fuck you, I'm at home. But I, you know, I, I, I get up, I brush my hair, I put my hair back and then I have a hoodie, I have a hoodie on. So I'll sit at my computer and have my hoodie on. And this morning, this guy calls me, sends me a message on Teams, and he says, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? I said, sure. So he calls me, his computer's sitting on his lap. He's clearly just got up in his white T-shirt, and it's a V-neck T-shirt, and he's sitting there, and his hair, Tom, it was so hilarious. (laughs) His hair was as straight up as you could possibly imagine. (laughs) It was literally straight up and down, and he's, and he said, he's like, and it's it's like when you wake up, I, and I know I know a lot of people have had this where you've been at a house party with your buddy and you turn <laughs> like you're in the same room, you're sleeping on the floor, he's sleeping on the floor, and then you turn over and you look at your buddy and you say, "Hey man, we should probably get in the car and go." And he goes, and he kind of sniffs real loud and he sits up <laughs> and he's like, uh, "Huh?" Uh, and he looks and his hair is straight up in the air. This guy looked. I mean, I'm not even kidding when I say I feel like he probably sent me that first message lying down. He sent me that first message. He, well, he s- sent you the message he to get on the call. He sent me a message to get on the call. I guarantee he sent it lying down because when he got when he got on the phone, it's that big inhale through the nose uh-huh. and he's just sitting yeah. there and you're like, he hasn't even had his coffee yet and his hair looks like a mad fucking scientist. It was the craziest. What time was it? 
907. <laughs> I fucking love it. I uh, I wish that I've had even, but like all of the people that have been on calls have like, like they're kind of, I think, doing what I'm doing. They're trying to pretend life is still okay. So yeah, yeah, like I yeah, get yeah, up yeah, yeah. and like I get showered and I get dressed and I'm just like, it's still something worth waking up for. <laughs> 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 so I haven't seen anything yeah, crazy yeah. yet. I, what I like is that this story, the judges are pissed off at all these lawyers and saying, look, you can't just show up in like beachwear and just sit, <laughs> sit on these There's calls. One. And they're talking about it. And I'm thinking to myself, I was thinking to myself, the very best thing you could do is buy correctional uh, pajamas so you look like you're in an orange jumpsuit and oh. get on the call with the judge. Wouldn't that be the greatest thing to do is own like oh. a correctional suit, you know, correctional facility, pajamas. Full like fucking Hannibal Lecter thing. Just like have your spouse like wheel you in on like a dolly. You got a like mascot? <laughs> you got a mascot and you're trying to talk to it? <laughs> Your Honor, I would like you to file this motion. <laughs> I would like you to file a motion for these fava beans and this nice Chianti. <laughs> one of the things the judge uh, said was like, like, like in the article, like somebody, like one attorney was still in her bed. That's amazing. That is She's amazing. Still in bed. That is Can amazing. You, you owe, like, you got to look at her and just be like, no, shit, you're fucking owning this. You're owning yeah. this shit. Can you imagine if she represented you, though? You're just like, Oh, man. <laughs> I, I have a confession to make, too. So I'm going to tell yeah. everybody. So the other day, uh, it gets cold in my apartment during the day. And the and especially if it's like 20 degrees out, um, it gets really cold in here during the day. Like if the wind's blowing. And the wind was blowing in, in Illinois the other day, like really badly. And so our, our place is drafty and old. It's a loft, so it's, it's leaky. And we have brick walls. And so it gets cold. And so it got really cold the other day. And uh, I had to be on a meeting from 1 to 2.30 that I knew I wasn't going to talk in, but my boss wanted me to sit in on anyway. He's like, yeah. he's like, I want you to sit in on this meeting. And I said, do I really have to come to this fucking meeting? And he said, no, you got to sit in on it. And I said, fine. So I got, I was freezing all day. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to put my, my thing on. I'm actually going to sit on the couch and I'm going to have my laptop on my lap and I'll have my headphones on and I'll just, I'll be in the meeting that way and I'll just shut my camera off. And there happened to be an electric blanket on the couch. And so I turned the electric <laughs> blanket on and I, and I had a pillow there. And so I, I leaned back even farther and I may have slept through part of that meeting. <laughs> and when I say I may have slept through part of that meeting, I definitively slept through part of that meeting. I was never a deep sleep. I was never like out, out because my mic was off and my, my video was off. Right. So nobody knows what's happening. My mic and video are both off. And, but I'm in this meeting the whole time and nobody's saying my name. And so there was many times I woke up to people saying stuff and I'm just like, what are they talking about? <laughs> They're not talking about me, zonk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will admit today I had to be on one of those calls that I had to listen in on and yeah. not participate in. And I knew the material. Like I looked at the, the call notes and I'm like, I don't, I just need to be virtually attendant. Sure. You know, like this is material I know. So I just put my headphones in and got on my assault bike and I did a workout. I had my headphones <laughs> in and I'm like, eh, I got 20 minutes. Like this is, this will fit into my schedule. Nice. I just did a workout. I was like, eh. Giancarlo, do you have problems with your digestive system? Yes. It is 
the curse of my life. I would give up all that I have, all of it, to live one day like a normal <laughs> human being. Giancarlo, I'm sorry. It's all right. I know that when I die, God will take me into his heaven because I have already done my time in hell. This story comes from the independent. A different independent, though. This it's is a different independent, not a reputable yeah. one. Independent.ng. So I now, don't know this, anything about this story. <laughs> also, was I found did find it on a science bit, like a science based news one too. I did find did another you? version of this. That's not okay. as it's not as cheeky as this one is, though. You should just I, read this one. I just want to. Yeah, that's yeah. why I grabbed this one. Yeah. Actually, cheeky. Coronavirus can spread through farts. <laughs> report. <laughs> The deadly coronavirus could be spreading through Silent farts. Silent but deadly? Far coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're just crop dusting like fucking uh, typhoid Mary. You're just... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's right. I had nothing but fucking kimchi for a week just to... <laughs> Every elevator, you kill everyone in the elevator every time. <laughs> Uh, oh my god the deadly coronavirus could be spreading through farts according to doctors but farts are unlikely to transmit the virus provided pants are worn <laughs> yeah as long as they're N95 pants you're fine <laughs> <laughs> I, I read that I was like well first of all based on that last story that's a big fucking if yeah. I'm just saying yeah, like yeah, yeah, provided yeah. pants are worn yeah, well, and also that makes me think I'm just going to wrap pants around my face to walk around. <laughs> That's the case. <laughs> Tests carried out have shown that the virus was present in the feces of more than half of patients with COVID-19. They said more research needed to be done to rule out passing the disease on to people through omitting bodily gases. A doctor raised the issue on social media, highlighting work by Australian doctor Andy Tagg, which he called an enjoyable thread about whether farting can cause coronavirus. In his findings, Tag cited tests carried out earlier this year, which showed 55% of patients with SARS-CoV-2 <laughs> had at present in their poo. In their poo. <laughs> in their poo. <laughs> well, SARS-CoV-2 can be detected in feces and has been detected in an asymptomatic individual up to 17 days post-exposure. The doctor added that previous tests have shown farts have the power to spray talcum powder <laughs> long distances. Okay, wait. I have so wait, many questions. Wait, wait. Okay, so there are some clinical trials that I want to be involved in. <laughs> of all the clinical trials I've ever heard of, this is the one I want to be involved in. This is the one I absolutely want. And I want to be involved in it on an aggressive way to win. <laughs> like I want to win. Like I don't want to just, I don't want to just be like, yeah, you could get a thing. I want to know what everybody else's score was and I want to measure up. That's what I want to do. That's my goal. What? So... So just like logistically, how are you doing this study? <laughs> Worst you like clinical trial ever if you're the guy who has to test it. Are you just like laying on your belly with like an asshole? I, I hope so. Dusted in talcum? Oh God, is that or how are you, you like spend getting your like a talcum yeah. enema? <laughs> like what? I just wanted like I seriously like you're just like just like how are you working this out? Yeah, and I don't know. Like, Standing? Are you bent over? Are you just like 
everyone's like waiting with bated <laughs> breath. And finally you have to turn to the scientist. You're like, hey, a washed ass never farts, dude. <laughs> Do you have to do you have to pull the, like the ripcord when you'd go like you know like when you <laughs> when you pull the ripcord and you fart you have to do one of those like so somebody has to pull your finger waiting and you're just like well pull my finger yeah, somebody, and it'll has work. To, somebody has to pull your finger in order <laughs> to go there's a dad there who just won't fart until somebody comes up and pulls his finger oh Jesus Christ. Is it like a Mythbuster-style high-speed camera of, like, this talc explosion <laughs> from this fucking ass? And how do they get it in? Does Carrie have to come over with a billows full of talc <laughs> and put it in your ass? Like, how does that work? Grant builds uh, a fucking robot to do it because nobody <laughs> Here's an android farting, and some guy online is like, you found my kink. Jesus Christ. Uh, there is somebody jerking off to talcum powder farts uh, right now. And if you want to jerk off to talcum powder farts, all you have to do is go to adamandeve.com, type in Gloria Checkout, get 50% off almost any item. You'll get a bunch of free stuff, free stuff for you, free stuff for someone else, and uh, some movies. Uh, all you have to do is type in Gloria Checkout, you get free shipping. So, oh, so I guess Cecil already did the ad read, so I'm just here to, to say if if you do have, oh, that was a big one, any Brazilian fart porn interests, then why don't go to adamandeve.com uh, because there's free stuff there. In fact, almost any one item is 50% off if you use the code Glory, and they'll load on even more whoa, free stuff, uh, 10 tantalizing gifts, a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, a third item you'll both enjoy, and six free spicy movies, plus the tenth thing, free shipping. So that's Glory, G-L-O-R-Y, offer code Glory at checkout at adamandeve.com. If, you know, if you're into the cake farting thing, that's, that's cool. I mean, cake looks good at least, but the farting, I don't know. Um, Thanks. Bring out your dead. Here's one. Ninepence. I'm not dead. What? Nothing. Here's your ninepence. I'm not dead. Yeah. He says he's not dead. Yes, he is. I'm not. He isn't? Well, he will be soon. He's very ill. I'm getting better. No, you're not. You'll be stone dead in a moment. Oh, I can't take him like that. It's against regulations. I don't want to go on the car. Oh, don't be such a baby. I can't take him. I feel fine. I feel happy. I feel happy. Ah, oh, thanks very much. Not at all. See you on Thursday. Right. This story is so fun. Okay, this is a weird loophole, admittedly. This is a weird, <laughs> this is a weird loophole. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, Newsweek. Chile counts those who died of coronavirus as recovered because they're no longer <laughs> contagious. Checkmate. <laughs> well, the logic adds up. Checkmate. Okay. Counter, bean counter, whatever your name is. <laughs> we found a way to get around you. Uh, can you imagine getting that phone call? It's like, uh, good news, bad news. <laughs> um... Your dad has recovered <laughs> from oh, no. coronavirus. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That's so great. Uh, I'm so glad to hear it. What's the bad can news? Can you put him on well, the phone? Died. Yeah. Can you he put died. him on the phone? <laughs> sure. Hold on a second. I'll get him. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. And like, uh, lest you think that that is an absurd retelling of what the health minister in Chile said. 
Let me let me actually read it. Quote, we have 898 patients who are no longer contagious, who are not a source of contagion for others, and we include them as recovered. These are the people who have completed 14 days of diagnosis or who unfortunately have passed away. <laughs> <laughs> if you fucking die, uh, it's been unfortunate. Recovered. It's been a little bit unfortunate for you. Oh my God. Holy shit. That's amazing. Holy shit. What? This is like... Like one of the like craziest things about this whole pandemic is the way that we're like just horrifyingly wrong about all of our oh, math. God. Just like all like every day, like like Haley and I were talking about this the other day. She's like, I can't read these fucking numbers because I don't trust any of them. And I'm like, yeah, none of them are trustworthy. Like, we're not doing any testing. Like, we don't like plenty of people die, and if they never got tested, they don't count as a death from coronavirus. And like other people get sick and the doctor's like, that eh, sounds like coronavirus. You should stay home unless you get worse symptoms. And then they never get a test. So they don't count. Like, it's like, it's fucking whose line is it? Coronavirus edition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's all made up and the points don't <laughs> exactly, matter. Exactly, exactly. It is, it is like going to your kid's room after they cleaned it, opening the closet and everything falls out. It's yes, literally, right. it's literally like right. that. It's like, it's a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why the fuck is your carpet so lumpy? Why are there, <laughs> why, why is everything falling out from underneath your bed? That's it's, it's the, it, all it is, is just yes. covering it up, covering it up, covering it up. Eventually you're just going to find out, but everybody's just trying to soften the blow for now, soften it for now, soften yeah. it for now. And that's what's happening. And that's what this is. It's like hurricane Maria, which was like hurricane Maria killed like 12 people. And they're yeah. like, well, if you count the people that died, though, it's 3,000. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, no. What? I mean, if you're accurate, it's a lot more. But if you're inaccurate, if you're inaccurate yeah. who cares? Just, yeah. Whatever. If you count only the people named Maria, then it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Every time somebody talks about the virus, you ought to say, Jesus. I can't hear nobody here. When they talk Corona, you ought to say, God. 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 God is bigger than the virus. God is bigger than our struggle. He's bigger. So the story is everywhere. I just grabbed this one from KUTV.com. It's, a, I think, a CBS affiliate. Defiant pastor who vowed to hold services, quote, until in jail or hospital. <sighs> Dies of coronavirus. He didn't. Like, he didn't realize there was three forks on that path. You know, like, <laughs> he thought there was only two. Oh, yeah. road this less This guy traveled. was symptomatic for a week, a week before he died, and the guy had like exacerbating health conditions, right? Like, which is often the case with those who pass away from from COVID, and like. This is a guy, his name is Bishop Gerald O. Glenn. He's in Richmond, Virginia. He, he was a pastor at New Deliverance Evangelistic Church. And they had fucking packed church services, packed services, despite a state order saying, don't do that. Wah! Yeah. And he still did it. Yeah. And he was all like shitty about it. Like, we essential, you know, we're going to keep doing church, 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 church. And then he got sick and then he died. So then his daughter says... Quote, it becomes, and this is so selfish. This is why I want to read this. Like, this is so tone deaf and selfish. Quote, it becomes very real to you. I just beg people to understand the severity and the seriousness of this because people are saying it's not just about us. It's about everyone around us. And it's like, that's what all the health experts have always been saying. That's literally what everybody's been saying. Yeah. Like, like how fucking incredibly selfish and stupid and tone deaf are you that you're just like, 
well, now that my dad's dead, it's super real. Like, it's somebody else's dad. Yeah. Like, it's like, how fucking good. Like, what a stupid thing to say out loud. Like, you know, this is a serious thing that we're shutting down the entire world to address. Huh. I hadn't thought so much. All it takes is one person close to you. And it's and it's the same thing, Tom. It's the same thing we talk about all the time for all the other things that people don't have empathy for. It's all those other things that we talk about when we talk about people that uh, have to get uh, a government assistance because there's no social safety net. How many people hate those people, right? How many people talk and right. just spit vitriol at those people constantly? And then the moment someone in their family or someone they know, they get on that program, it's a totally different thing. It's either right. that they deserved it or sometimes it opens their eyes. And on occasion, it'll open their eyes. And hopefully this is this is the moment when people go to these church services and then realize, you know, six people that they're close to die, they realize this isn't a joke. It's not something that's an absolute joke. You see those idiots this week up in uh, Michigan? Did you see the Michigan protest? Oh, yeah, yeah. But so they were in their cars, yeah. like protesting the shutdown, right? Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of people, yeah. but there was a bunch of people standing outside too. There was, oh there's God. a whole crowd of them outside and they all had, what was so funny was they all had Confederate flags. A lot of them had Confederate <laughs> flags. Michigan was not in part Michigan. of the Confederacy. No. It was actually part of the Union. I think it was part of the Union, um, but it definitely wasn't part of the Confederacy. And one of the things too is that that is hilarious about that is they're upset that the that the governor is deciding stuff. And I'm like, aren't you the same assholes that try to spread the state's rights narrative? And you're just like, but the state has rights. Okay, well, the state just exhibited them. Well, I don't like them because they're rights I don't want them to have. Okay, <laughs> well, then you're an well, idiot. And to be fair, the president has total authority. Oh, yeah, he did say that this week, that he has total, total authority. authority. He also said he was going to just dismiss Congress at one yeah. point. <laughs> That's the you know world what? we live in. The uh the Republican small government mindset where the executive branch has total oh, authority. God, those two things that happened in conjunction this week, when, the first day when he was, because the, the day before he said he had, uh, the day before he said he was going to dissolve all governments or whatever, <laughs> that, the day before he was talking, I have total authority over the states. Yep. And I just, the first thing that came out of my mouth was, states rights, bitches, where are you at? Where are you at, states' rights, bitches? You've been talking about states' rights forever. Where the fuck are you right now? And the thing is, the problem is, is they've just been carrying Trump's balls this whole time yeah. that no. they can't get out from underneath them. They can't <laughs> stop themselves. They're constantly fucking trying to carry his nuts. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and then he's signing his name to the fucking check. To the stimulus name, check. To the stimulus check. And then he's pretending he doesn't have anything to do with it. One of the things that was asked me, he's pretending to say, oh, I, I don't know. They just, I don't know why they're doing it, but I'm sure they're going to really enjoy that. Lots of great money. That money I'm giving them, and they're going to love that money. And, I, and I, I posted a status this week that basically was like, that's not his fucking money, man. It's your money. It's always been your money. It's never been his money. Right. And, and it's just, it's such bullshit. Mac, half the employees in this building have been made up. This office is a goddamn ghost town. Okay, Charlie, I'm gonna have to stop you right there. Not only do all of these people exist, but they have been asking for their mail on a daily basis. It's all they're talking about up there. Jesus Christ, dude, we are gonna lose our jobs. Well, calm down, because here's one thing that's not gonna happen. What? We're not gonna get fired. We're not, because we've already been fired. So here's two stories that are the same story, essentially, but fucking what is wrong with us? This is from Birmingham uh, Live. 
Birmingham NHS Nightingale Hospital phone mast hit by fire amid 5G coronavirus conspiracy claims. Um, so here's the thing that I didn't really realize. Like, there's evidently a conspiracy theory floating around out there that, like, 5G cell phone towers yeah. cause you to be more susceptible to COVID-19 and are, like, responsible for its spread as a result. Like, you're just, like, it's, like, worsened somehow because the internet in your pocket got faster. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so vandals are burning down cell phone towers and I have so many questions. <laughs> How do you even burn down a giant metal tower? I, I, you know, you really got to want it, don't you? You really got to want it. I, 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 one of the things that, that I saw about this that I thought was hilarious was they printed out the 5G map and they they compared it to the hotspots for coronavirus. <laughs> and it's the same map. It's the same, it's essentially the same map because the hotspots for coronavirus also happen in population centers, which those okay. population yeah. centers are also where they're putting 5G up. But then the, sure. the, 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 the person started putting up all the different maps, and there are all these different maps of just random shit that also correlate to population. <laughs> so it's number of McDonald's and they're exactly the same, the right? Same. The exact the exact same pattern over and over and over. And I don't remember what all of them were, but I remember reading through them and laughing my ass off. One of them was like, tapeworms in the United States <laughs> and it's the same it's the and it's so funny because it's always the exact same map because it shows the population so anywhere where there's going to be more population you're always going to have more of that you're just always yeah. and so that's what that's what they're talking about but that doesn't none of this takes into account the fact that people get this all over the place. Also, South Dakota is a huge hotbed. Where's your 5G at South Dakota? You don't even, <laughs> you can't even get to G in the alphabet, South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I, what I was, I was like, they're burning these towers down. And I'm like, I'm thinking about the cell phone towers. They're giant metal structures. Like, yeah. what are you even burning down? Yeah. yeah. Like, they just like, Pouring gas on the steel, and the steel is just like, yeah. Well, the gas will burn off. What? <laughs> you got to fly a plane in it, into it, in order to yeah. get it to fall over. That's the key. You can't use jet fuel. You can't I'll use jet fuel much. on it. That won't work. Won't work, Tom. Fuck the it. other thing too is that there's another story you found where the celebrities. There's a bunch yeah. of celebrities that are talking about this and being like, "Oh, I don't know anything about it. Maybe it weakens your immune system. Maybe it does this." And they're posting shit to their social media, which has millions of people that follow them, and it's false information, and they're just sharing it. Because they're fucking idiots. And you should never take fucking health advice from Woody Harrelson. <laughs> you shouldn't take any, you shouldn't take acting advice if, from yeah, Woody if Harrelson. If you're bleeding out and he's the only one with a towel, don't let him near you. Just literally, <laughs> just don't let him near you. You know, like people that are celebrity, I, don't, I sometimes wonder if they understand the grotesquely over large impact that like their throwaway bullshit social media posts can have. And I and I I have to imagine that they have no idea, like right, the, and and like you know part of it is this idea of this parasocial con content concept where like because people feel because like people take in 
um, information and, and like connection through these mediums that they're attached to, they feel very personally attached sometimes to celebrities that they listen to, celebrities that they watch on TV and into movies, celebrities that they feel like they have interaction with, even though the interaction is only like a one-way interaction. Like, so they don't, without understanding the depth and importance of that, like, I don't think that like people are as conscious as they should be about like that throwaway comment. Like, right. well, I'm just asking questions. You're like, not to the people on your fucking Instagram page. Right. There are people on your right. Instagram page yeah. that are like burning down a fucking cell phone tower. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like, it's ridiculous, but like, we kind of need that like information infrastructure, particularly right now, if people are going to do things like work from home and yep. call yep. ambulances yeah. with their cell yeah. phones. Yeah. You know, like, I, it's a bad thing. It's dangerous to burn down our communication towers. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's fucked up. And, and the thing that, the thing is, is that even if they don't think it's a big deal and they say, oh, well, it's just not like I say, I'm just asking questions. I'm not falling on either side of this. When you post something or share something that clearly has a slant or is clearly uh, being denialist about how things work, yeah. you have a stance. You are putting a stance out there. And there are people out there who cannot take you, like, like maybe they might not pay attention to your comment that's like, I don't know anything about this, but I'm just saying it. They might not be able to, to process that. And they're going to see you post this thing and they're going to believe you. And then they're going to act. And then they're going to tell their friends. And then they're going to... I mean, there's so much rumor mill shit right now out there. It's just insane. There's, an, there's so much rumor mill shit. You just need to take a step back and say, none of that shit matters. You, you hear a story about somebody in, in some ER somewhere, don't believe it. I just... Right. I, my My... Uh, unless somebody is is absolutely vetting that story or it's someone that you absolutely 100% trust, then maybe believe it. But if it's a friend of a friend, throw that shit right that out shit right out now. Here. Yeah. Throw it yeah. out right now. Just, yep. just nod and smile, but don't believe it. Uh, just a reminder that our live streams happen every Thursday uh, at 9 p.m. Central. Uh, this next clip comes from last Thursday, which was April 16th. All right, we're going to cover one of these. Uh, let's do the Jim Baker one time. I'm going to play it for you. The next thing that's going to happen is people are going to kill preachers who believe in the Bible, that believe the whole Bible is truth. And see, they're trying to say the Bible's not true. You, you know, God didn't say that you should do this or that, that you shouldn't, you know, have... You know, you can you put a fucking what is, sense together? <laughs> what is happening to Jim Baker right now? What the fuck Hold is on. happening to him? Hold on, he is like, it. okay, I get that the fucking quarantine is tough, and like maybe we're losing a little bit of our fucking mental acuity, but Jim Baker has gone downhill faster than all of us combined. Okay, here we go. Here we go, guys. You ready? Have you ever had a dream that? That you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you, you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. That's fucking Jim Baker right That's now, right? Jesus. I'm not wrong. I'm not fucking uh, wrong. Let's listen back to a it. little bit. Here we go. Let's listen to it. Here we go. All Here's right. Jim Baker. You ready? Okay. Have you ever had a dream that that you um, you had you you? you I'm sorry. Okay, let me play him. No, let me play. Him. I'll play him. 
Oh my God. The Bible is truth. And see, they're trying to say the Bible's not true. You, you know, God didn't say that you should do this or that, that you shouldn't, you know, have, you know, you, it's, it's all. <laughs> Collect your fucking thoughts, Jimmy. Make a fucking note. Did you get surprised oh, by your God. own show? Whoa, 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 whoa. The show. I didn't know I was. I didn't know I was gonna be on it. Who saw? That you um you had you 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 can you do you you want you you can do so you you do you can you, you want you want him to do you so much you can do anything. Uh. That's my favorite shit I've ever seen. <laughs> so we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons out there, but we want to thank our newest patrons, Chris, Too Much Musing, New Age Turmoil, Eric, CTK, Citation Pod patron since day one, Damn. Angela, Brian, Jeff, Tristan, Scott, Rickard, David, Holly, Frank, Adam, Alistair, Josh, Ian, Tyler, Victoria the Vicious, John, Mark, Jonathan, Matthew, Mike, James, Charles, Christian, Doc Slacker, Michelle, Save Reality, and the people who up their pledges, Sandra, Loughton, Andrew, Annie, Donald, Liz, Staten, It Clearly, Judy, Kristen, Joseph, Saki, Saki, Skeptical Spinster, Troy, Martin, increasing our patronage for everyone because times are tough. GT, <laughs> Tim, you. Lane, S, Elvis, and Chris. Thanks so much for your generous donations and for upping your pledges. We really do truly appreciate it. Both Tom and I's job at this point are very, very tenuous. Mine specifically, I'm hearing every day brand new things <laughs> about how I am replaceable. So please, please, if you have not become a patron, we really, 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 really would appreciate your patronage. It would mean a lot to us as a safety net going forward in these trying times. If you are safe and have some extra funds, we would genuinely appreciate you becoming a patron. You get tons of extra content. Every week, our live stream gets turned into audio and you get to download that on your podcast player. We also post Ian's ads for people. And uh, Tom has just started reading his blog uh, that he wrote for his boys and that's being posted every week. So there's tons of extra content for you as a patron. We really would appreciate it. Yeah, and to those of you guys who have upped your patronage, um, you know, I just want to say, like, again, to echo Cecil's point, we've never had to rely on this show um, to make our living. And it's it's likely for both of us at some point in the next year that we will have to lean on the show to make ends meet for our families. And those of you guys who have upped your patronage, I just want to say thank you for that generosity, that extra generosity. Um, it genuinely matters to us. Like, it's what literally keeps the lights on. Yeah. Um, and it, it it couldn't be more appreciated. Um, I appreciate it. Cecil does. I know our families do, too. So we're grateful to have all of you guys out there. So uh, we got a bunch of messages about uh, if people liked last week's episode. Uh, we got one from Mary, and Mary said that it couldn't have come at a better time. It was exactly what they needed. Um they're having a, a rough go of it and uh, they really needed an opportunity to laugh. And last week, that's what we gave them. This week, that's what we gave them. Hopefully next week, that's what we give you. 
Our goal at this point is to not just overtake uh, boring analysis that everyone else is making. Uh, yeah. Everyone else, I mean, it, you don't have to be a genius to know Trump is screwing everything up. You don't have to even have any kind of real insight when it comes to that stuff. And genuinely, we really didn't need it before, but you definitely don't need it now. And so, uh, so you don't need us to tell you how badly things are happening in, in certain parts of the government and how bad people are doing. Uh, but we do find, hopefully we will find some good stories. If you find a good, funny story that you think is hilarious, send it to us at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. We may include it in next week's show. We've got a message from Tyler. He wanted to let us know that he's a big fan of our work and he's also, Tom, from Idaho. Yeah, uh, maybe, you know, send me <laughs> a picture probably, with a potato yeah. or whatever, yeah. and then maybe I'll believe yeah. it. Take a picture outside and show me that there's no people near you and I'll believe <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Tyler became a patron, so thank we want to you. thank you, thank Tyler, you for doing much, that. Tyler. Uh, we got a message from Adam and Adam said, the, uh, the reason why these guys hate Bill Gates is he's more effective at improving the world than they will ever be. And yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, hard truths. That's for sure. Yeah. That's absolutely true. It's that whole like yeah. two hands working versus two hands praying, right? Yeah, like, two hands jerking themselves off <laughs> to God. Got a message from Chris and Chris is a patron. Uh, he is BCP Doc on Patreon and he is from Idaho as well. So thank you, Chris, for being a patron. And I guess thank you for coming from Idaho. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm sorry you're in Idaho. Like, they have yeah. roads that lead out of yeah. Idaho. Yeah. Just saying. Got a message from Michael, and Michael said, he's talking about peeps, and he says, it's true that they're disgusting, but have you ever tried roasting them over a fire? The sugar caramelizes, and it's not bad. I give them to my <laughs> niece and nephew when they leave. <laughs> What kind of My endorsement is to and deal with the fallout bad. after he gives it to him? Oh, it's uh, right, exactly. Like, like you know, it's it's like <laughs> it's 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 like eating just a bag of ramen. You're like, yeah, it's not bad. You can kind of live off of it, whatever. Right. You could yeah. choke it down if it's the only thing available. Yeah. We got so many comments about your lovebird story. <laughs> <laughs> and I want I have a confession to make. Yes, I have heard that story. A half dozen times, and I never tire of hearing that story. I pretended that I've never heard it before for the audience, but I've heard that story. And ever, I love did you ever that meet story. that lovebird? I never met that love. I would have killed that love. Oh my god! <laughs> I fucking hated that guy. I will admit this: I fucking hated that bird with every fiber of my oh, being because it was just the meanest goddamn animal. <laughs> It just was, and I know we were the ones that were responsible for you it. You guys were responsible I know for doing that. Yeah, I yeah, own yeah. that. I get it. I'm yeah. sorry, but I remember how I felt as a young teenage boy. Oh, man. And I bird, like, I would have to clean that thing's cage and, like, I'd have to get fireman gloves out and, like, capture <laughs> the bird because it would just fucking bite and bite and bite. And you're like, what the fuck kind of pet is this? What's that? Why would I have? It'd be like if somebody was like, well, you know, it's your fault that Pitbull is like vicious. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, it is. I it's get like, that. But I don't need to have it live in my house anymore. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like having one of those alien face huggers as a pet. Uh, like, who would have that? Right. Who would want that in your house? So you're laying in bed, the thing like wraps its fucking tail around your neck and sticks its fucking thing. And you're like, <laughs> God, I hate having this thing. Why do I have this thing in my house? This face hugger just keeps on a stick, this ovipositor down my throat every moment. <laughs> I fucking hate this so much. And you're like, why did you get the fucking face hugger then? <laughs> 
It's like what getting that fucking Stampy the elephant from Helix. <laughs> it's just like, like, and I know, like, again, like, I know, oh, I know God. that it was our fault as people for being like irresponsible with the pets that we owned, and you should not get pets that you don't understand. You just shouldn't do that. Yeah, but man, you should not. I I fucking hated that. I'm so afraid of birds still. Oh, I don't God, like them I would at be all. Too. We got a message from Brian, and Brian says he's also from Idaho. He's from Northern Idaho. So, oh my God, is that a <laughs> distinction without a fucking difference or what? I wouldn't. What is Northern it? Northern Idaho? Idaho. That's not in Southern. I mean, it's like a boot, though. Isn't it shaped like a boot? Isn't well, the state? Nobody cares how that shape <laughs> that state is shaped. Nobody remembers it. You know how you put the Idaho piece in the map, Cecil? It's the last fucking piece of the map. <laughs> so that's one. how you put it in. You're like, because you look at it and you puzzle and you tug, you cock your head like a. <laughs> dog and you wonder what state it is. Just, Another listener, Martin from Boise, sends us a message to let us know that he's also a, a listener of <laughs> Cognitive Dissonance. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, guys. So we got a message from Phil and Phil is looking for advice. He looks like he's living in the second story home of a home with uh, their, uh, their in-laws and they're Trump supporting and religious and he's wondering about advice on how to communicate with them. Yeah, so I mean, I hate to say this, but when you're financially dependent on somebody else, your options are limited, right? And like, that's not fair, maybe, and it sucks, um, but it's nonetheless true. So when you are not financially independent and you are in need of someone else's assistance, I do think that that means that you, to some degree, live uh, under their roof with their rules and with their bullshit. So. Yeah. To some degree, you're just going to have to recognize like the world is full of people with whom you will disagree. And in this case, your family happens to be one of them. And if they're rude to you and they're rude to your spouse and they are disrespectful of your beliefs, the only thing that you can do is to try to seek financial independence so that you can have true uh, independence in terms of your thoughts and your actions. And once you have achieved financial independence, then you can be a little more honest about how you feel. But as long as you rely on somebody else and you live under their roof, it is kind of their roof, their rules. That's that's yeah. the unfortunate actual reality that, that you're just in right now. I feel for you. That sucks. It does suck. But don't blow up like your life and your financial world in order to stand on principle. Um, that's a great way to be homeless. Yeah. I will say this. Uh, I have dealt with in-laws in the past that have had not been as, I don't know, has have had difference of opinion. Yeah. And one of the things that has happened, um, especially most recently when since Trump has been elected, is that constructive conversations cannot happen. So there has been ground rules that have been set that have basically said, look, let's just genuinely leave this one thing off the table, which is politics. Let's try to do our best to leave this off the table. And if somebody mentions it, we'll just, uh, one of us will just leave. And that sort of is what happened. And people have stopped talking about politics. So maybe it might be worth reaching out to try to talk about ground rules of conversation beforehand. Yeah. They may be receptive to that. They may say, you know what? 
I don't want to aggravate you. I don't want your, and I love my, I love my family. I don't want to hurt them. So our difference of opinion hurts your feelings. And maybe we need to talk about how to, how to coexist better and opening that dialogue may work. So maybe reach out to them and say, look, I'd really like to talk to you about ground rules about what we should be able to discuss and not discuss because we do hold very different opinions and we don't feel like there's going to be any fruitful discussion based on it. But good luck. You know, I know it's tough That's being tough. in that position. So good luck to you. So next week, come join us on Twitch. We are actually just going to try to do Twitch. We'd really love to have you next week. Come join us on Twitch. If we get our numbers up for Twitch, uh, we can get a, uh, a partnership of some kind. And that is helpful to us both uh, in Twitch terms in the sense that it helps the audience get better stuff, but it also helps us uh, possibly monetize in a different way. So if you are a listener, you've never gone to one of our live streams on Thursday night, nine central, and you think, gosh, you know, I really want to go to one next week. You don't even really need an account just to go. You can just go to Twitch, join in. If you have an account, you can chat with us. Even if you don't have an account, you can still chat. But if you, if you have an account, you can chat with us. We're going to be on Twitch next week trying this out. So please, if you haven't come to one of the live streams, we're going to ask you to come next week so we can just hang out, chill with you guys, and uh, enjoy being quarantined with you. So come, please check us out. You're going to love it. We have a great time. And if you're a patron, you know how much fun we have on these. We They're just have an absolute blast yeah. every time. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, we are going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.